Well, welcome to season four of our podcast. I'm David Devereaux, the senior pastor of the church, and I'm the host for the podcast today. And want to give a big shout out to the many people who participated in season three of the podcast, our summer stories. And, and uh, hopefully you heard some wonderful stories over this past summer and got to know some of the people uh, related to our congregation a little bit better through them. Um, in season four, we're going to be returning to that format of, of using the devotionals that I write based on Sunday sermon. Um, for the conversations we have on the podcast. And we'll start that next week. But this week, kind of a transition from summer stories to a return uh, to the devotionals, I wanted to spend a little bit of time with some of, uh, of uh, our staff, our key staff with me today. Um, I have uh, Julie Hart uh, and Ann Hardy and Chris Devereaux. And I'll let you all introduce yourself and what you do on staff. So, Julie, you want to start? Sure. Yep. I am Julie Hart. I am the, I'm actually coming up almost on my one-year mark as the Director of Connectional Ministries. Prior to that, I started uh, doing youth ministries for eight years. So, great. Chris? Yeah, I'm Chris Devereaux, and I am Director of Technology here at the church. Great. And how long have you been with us about? Well, uh, since 2013. Yeah, yeah, you were part time helping out with a uh, website for a while mm-hmm. and with yeah, sound started with and stuff, website. and have been now full time on the church staff. And, mm-hmm. and then we have Ann here as well. Ann, hi, I'm Ann Hardy. I'm the outreach director, and uh, I do a lot with our online. Um, if you if you watch online, I'm there in the chat with you, and I really enjoy that. Awesome. And Anne's been on staff for a long time, the longest of anybody here except for me. Twelve? Twelve, I think? Yeah, I think twelve years. I think I think that's actually the longest except for Voltaire. And me, yeah. And you, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, so to get us started off, uh, it's been an eventful summer um, and probably has been eventful for you. I know it was for me, for our listeners, probably a lot of you. You had some eventful summers and some things that happened. Um, for, for me, um, it was eventful in that um, I started off the summer uh, getting COVID. I actually got it from uh, my boys. We think that it uh, started really with Cody. He was probably exposed and got it at his high school graduation. And then it went through our family one at a time. Um, so I started off the summer with COVID. And because of that, I had to miss going to annual conference. Uh, they had an online version, so I did that. Uh, but I was really looking forward to going to conference and seeing some folks. Uh, but, but was uh, in quarantine during that time. Um, recovered from COVID and then uh, was on an extended vacation. The, the personnel committee, SPRC, uh, had given me uh, an extra four weeks of vacation every year. Uh, so I was gone for uh, the middle of June until uh, July 12th when I got back um, and um, had some wonderful time then. And then as I was coming back, Jerry got COVID. Um, and so we ended our vacation time with her recovering. Um, since then, we had a small family reunion with my sisters and my mother, and that was a wonderful time. Um, and most everybody who was there got COVID uh, after the fact. I didn't, Jerry didn't, none of our family did, and it looks like my mother did not, which is really good um, because most everybody else did. 
Um, but uh, my mother fell and broke her hip and had to have surgery. So now we're trying to care for her, get her back on her feet and moving again. Um, so it's been a pretty eventful summer. But what I wanted to talk about was just kind of some, some of the highlights that we've had during the summer. If you look back, kind of at a personal level, what are some things that you're just really grateful for or kind of a highlight for you, um, things that you would you know, give thanks to God for? Or if there weren't any of those, then you know, what were, what, you know, were there struggles and how did you get through that? Um, and then I want to ask the same kind of question about the church and ministry over the summer. Um, so for me, uh, a highlight was um, that we had um, the Devereux clan family reunion. And by that, I mean it's, it's Jerry and I and our nine kids and grandkids. Uh, we had that kind of a family reunion up at our Zion property. Um, and that happened over the 4th of July week um, as people kind of came and went, and we had almost everybody up there uh, for at least part of it, and that was just Mm -hmm. so much fun. It was a highlight. We had about 30 people up there um, and had a great time. The outhouse made it through, so it was good. (laughs) (laughs) was good. Um, But that was was certainly a, a highlight for me. But anybody have something that was kind of stands out that you'd be, you know, give thanks to God for or a highlight for you this last summer? You know what? I was able to um, take some short trips and I decided that's actually better for me just a few days away. Um, then I don't feel like I'm, you know, in the weeds or getting behind on things. And so um, it kind of started started off with the women's retreat up at Potosi, which was great way to kind of kick off my summer. Um, for me, I was able to go to Brian Head for a few days. I had a quick trip to Washington, really because I had a ticket that had to be, it's use it or lose it. And so I went to see a friend that moved away last year. Um, and recently I just got back from North Carolina. Well, and we also went to Virginia Beach um, to visit my son and daughter-in-law because he's getting ready tomorrow. He gets shipped off for six months. So they were, you know, quick trips. I did not somehow get tangled up in all that airport drama. Somehow I got everywhere I was supposed to go relatively, you know, carry on. I do recommend just carry on your bags. But um, so just just really special time spent with special people. And, you know, before trips would be a bigger, longer, big production, and they were just kind of low-key quick trips. And they just kind of, I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, my cup got filled up. That's in those awesome. trips, so I really am grateful for the time that was spent with the people. That and you said your son is getting ready to be sent out. So yep. Giovanni, where is he going? Giovanni, who just got back from Italy, is now going to Okinawa, Japan. He'll be there for six months, and he'll return in time for his wife then to go to Sweden and Finland. So um, they are newlyweds, you know, both serving in the Marines. Um, so. That's such is the life. So I had a chance to go see him before he he left and, and her also. So I it was not ideal timing because I came back and went to camp. So it was really, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have done that except that it was my only chance to do it. And so I so I did. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. Well, either one of the two of you have kind of a something of the summer. Personally, it was it's been a little bit of a hectic, crazy summer for me. Um, my father-in-law is 92 years old, and he lives alone in Northern California, in Chico, California. And it's he, we're coming to the point 
with him where we need to um, make some hard decisions um, about his care and his ability to live alone. Um, and I think that it was maybe a God thing. You know, Alex, my husband and I are, are happy to have him with us. Um, we'd like him to have uh, to have him with us, uh, but we just don't have the room, and we have a house with the stairs. So, um, tw- for twenty years, we've been in the same house, and we cleaned up and and packed up and uh, gave a lot away and put our house on the market, and um, we have a sixteen foot pod container in our driveway. <laughs> That is full, and we have most of our two-car garage that is full, Um, but it's just been a time of um, trying to get, you know, get the house ready, get, um, get the kids ready, get, yeah, so it's been, it's been uh, fun, but, you know, it's kind of nerve-wracking. We just had a, uh, we just had a buyer drop out. So we thought we had it sold, and, and now we don't. So, um, you know, it is what it is, and God will, God will send um, who is supposed to be there, um, and all this will work out, I have no doubt. And you have a great real estate agent. We have <laughs> Jody, the wonderful Jody Tyra. Is commercial our announcement, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, commercial time. Um, and then a little closer to home, um, I did receive some wonderful news medically, um, I have been in remission um, from cancer for two years, and my doctor said if it's, it's been two years, you're probably in the clear. They won't they won't give you the thumbs up for five years, but he said you know it's been two years. That's amazing. You probably will not have a recurrence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really that's good great. news. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> that's awesome. And going back to the first part about the hecticness, did you find a new place to live? No, we're not going to shop until we're in escrow. So, yeah, we had a chance to go look at a couple of places for the few days that we were in escrow. But, um, yeah, I think we're going to we're going to wait and uh, and see what happens and then go from there. So you got a little bit of space in the pod if you need to stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> Clear out a corner. Yeah, exactly. How many times have you gone to the pod looking for something that you're like? <laughs> I, I am not allowed to go oh. to the pod. <laughs> off <laughs> limits. The pod is off limits. Oh, that yes. is. <laughs> That'd be that's tough. Great. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. And Chris, how about you? Do you have anything? Well, for me, it's been a pretty low-key summer. Um, obviously, able to get up to the land on the July 4th weekend, which was great. Um, and then also getting up to Charleston a couple times. Uh, hadn't been up there in a while and uh, being able to see. I was I stayed in the cabins up there and hadn't done that at all yet. And it was really nice. Um, lucked out on the weekend we were up there. And not a lot of people were there. So mm-hmm. I was able to do some hikes without uh, a lot of congestion. So that was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and and... You know, you and I know, and maybe everybody in this room knows, but not everybody knows that um, that you also own property up in Zion, mm-hmm. uh, right right across from ours. Yeah, I did some uh, work up there this year. Yeah, cleared out some stuff, so we're getting ready to put uh, a little trailer up there and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, so busy summer, but and and each of you had some wonderful kind of personal moments and lots of work. <laughs> Uh, too. Work, yeah. um, 
but then we also were working over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, church life goes on. Um, and we work our vacation time around all of the activities that are happening here at the church. And and uh, the summer was pretty busy here. So so what was a, a highlight for you this summer when it comes to church life and ministry? Well, um, you know, this last summer I was a youth director. So I was living the youth director life. So this summer I didn't do all of those, you know, the mission trip and stuff like that. Um, but I still stay connected with the camp. Um, and, you know, I... I, I co-dean one camp in the summer, but I also try to go up and help with check-in and check-out and, and all of that. And I'm just so proud of our church and the way that we support the camp. Like, and I look around at the staff that we have. I mean, we have a lot of our, and seeing our kids there, it's just, it's such an important ministry. And it just, every camp, there is a Desert Spring presence there that that is, you know, really I don't know. I'm just proud of, of the work that we do there and the ministry that we do there and the fact that kids keep coming back. And, you know, and then pretty soon you got, you know, deans and counselors who are used to be campers. And so um, that's that that really makes me happy to see. And kind of along those lines, I was talking to Anne today. It's not really a ministry, but we have a thing called the Illuminites. It's like youth group kids that, that were in the eight years I was there, um, you know, that have graduated. And just got to have a couple gatherings with, with the young adults. And they're just so cool. And it's really cool because they don't have to be there. Their parents don't drag them there. Or, you know, they're they're there because they want to be there. And I see them developing relationships and their conversations. Kids that even even talk to each other much when they were in together. And so that's been really cool just to be sort of on the periphery of kind of kind of watching those. And then they show up at camp, too. That's another place where they, where they show up. So, um so that's really cool. For me, the highlight will definitely be Lena King's celebration. And while that's not a ministry, it, it felt like it because it involved so many people in the church. And just to see just the love and the support from the congregation come around to celebrate her life and also to learn more about her. That was just, that's that's going to be a highlight for me for a while. That was just a real, and I'm sorry, you were in COVID times during that I time. I couldn't be there because of that COVID. So I broke, broke my heart because I was out. so excited about being a part yeah. of it. And I had a very minor role, um, but uh, but just to have been there to be a part of it, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, such a beautiful person. And just, um, and along those lines, I think the summer series getting to, it was, we talked about just hearing people's stories. So that was awesome to listen to the podcast and to hear and learn more about um, you know, people's stories. Like at Lena's King event, we got to learn things about her that I had no idea. And that's, you know, that's something that's always fun. Uh, I stretched myself. I preached twice this summer, which is not my gift or my calling or my comfort zone. And so that was, that was my pushing myself this summer that, that, um, I'm proud I survived that. So (laughs) (laughs) you did great. Thank you. (laughs) For me, it was definitely, I mean, you know, obviously we can all take away of the ministries that we're uh, individually involved with, but for me, it was uh, VBS, you know, yes. seeing all the little kids again, oh. especially maybe after, you know, COVID and having, you know, a couple of years of not gathering in the way we used to, that it was really kind of a nice surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were for great. For me, it was VBS too. Yeah. So that, much that was my highlight. Um, I you got, were all decked out too. I Yeah. yeah. Our, our theme was God's Wonder Lab. So I went on Amazon and I bought a lab coat so and good. I bought goggles and yeah. big rubber gloves and and pushed up my gray hair everywhere every night. So um, 
I got to hang around with our youth um, and they, you know, tagged along with what they were doing as, you know, kind of the adult of the group. And let me tell you, they did not need an adult in that group. I was going to say kind of is uh-uh. the key word there, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they're just awesome uh, leaders. They're great kids. The, the, they were, we were with the uh, kindergarten first group and the kids loved them as leaders. And I know like uh, Jay Harper was there uh, volunteering on his 15th birthday. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many kids want to volunteer to work at Vacation Bible School on their 15th birthday, but mm-hmm. he's a great kid. And, and I just, I had fun mm-hmm. with them. It's amazing because that's part of the culture. VBS comes and people just show up like that. This is part. This is who we are, right? Mm-hmm. We're at VBS. It's what we do. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that is cool to watch them growing up through the years and becoming leaders. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, my my highlights were a little bit different, I think, um, in part because I was gone quite a bit, um, you know, between the COVID quarantine and then four weeks of vacation and then a few days away for the family reunion. Uh, I was gone quite a bit, um, but I still I have a couple of things that really kind of stick out as highlights for me. Uh, one of them is one you already said, which was you preaching. Um, that's always a highlight for me when um, I get to, you know, we talked about it a little yeah. bit and we worked on it a little bit. When yeah. I get to see a person stretch themselves in that kind of way and 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 be up to the task and, and to be able to accomplish it and do it well. And you did. You did a great job. Um, and um, I was able to work with Mark Wilhite a little bit, too, on preaching, and yeah. he did a great job. And um, that's a highlight for me when I see people who they want to, and they work at it, and then they deliver. And um, So I felt really good about that. Um, Do you yell at your computer screen like, no, don't say that. Don't stand there. <laughs> what are you doing? We talked about this. No, I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a proud papa. Oh, know? okay. That's what, that's what I am. Uh, yeah. But when it comes to, you know, you and, and Mark and the people that, you know, I know have been preparing for, that stuff's all gone. It's just like, oh. I just want to, I want to see you shine for a moment. Um, and that, that does, it feels really good to me. Okay. Um, and um, another, another highlight for me, and this has been a highlight for a while, but it kind of came to a head this summer, uh, was, you know, uh, I'm blessed to be able to work with with my children, you know, Chris is here mm-hmm. now and is on staff full time, and Lydia was able to be on staff at at about three quarter time uh, for several years, and and you know, as a father, to be able to be working with my kids and to see how God's at work in them, and 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 just how much they know and how much they can do. I mean, you know, it's just a real a rare treat mm-hmm. that I don't take for granted. I'm grateful for it, and so just to have been able to work with Lydia um, and to see what she could do and and to see, you know, just kind of the presence that she creates, w- created in Sunday school with those families and with mm-hmm. the kids and all that, um, definitely a highlight for mm-hmm. me. Um, and while, you know, she's not on staff anymore, and that's kind of sad, uh, I'm, you know, also a proud dad because she decided what she wanted to do next. Mm-hmm. And then she pursued that, and she's and she's now teaching over at... Um, uh, C.P. Squires Elementary School, yeah. uh, and third grade. She started yesterday um, and working on her master's degree, and after that will come her Ph.D., I'm sure. So she's kind of got herself in a lane that um, that uh, is exciting for yeah. her and for, for, for me. So those are some highlights for me uh, this last summer. 
Yeah, she FaceTimed me from her uh, from oh. her room and was showing me everything. It's a nice room. It's, it's so cute. Big. She sent pictures. Yeah. yeah. She knows how to create a, an environment, <sighs> a space. So yep. so happy. And those little kids are going to feel like, you know, like, like they scored. They did. She'll make them did. feel like they're the most important person on the planet. I, I was yep. thinking about parents walking in that room. It would just give you such comfort walking in going, this is, this is someone who loves yep. kids. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I had, I took a picture of her on her very last day here on staff. I should share it. Um, but we had a child, you were meeting with the family, the parents and, and, um, she had picked out this special book for this child and she sat there reading, you know, this book to the child and it was an important book and it was, it was a really special moment because she, she's just so comfortable doing that. And I knew what she was doing. I knew what the book was about and the message for that child. And I thought, oh, she's going to love on these kids so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, summer's about over. School's back in session. And, you know, here on staff, we're starting to get geared up now because um, fall is always really busy and it doesn't slow down. It goes, stays crazy all the way through Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like we get a couple of days off and literally that's about all it is because then you're gearing up for ad, uh, for Lent and for mm-hmm. Easter and, okay. and all that. So we really are entering into a busy time that doesn't slow down again uh, until next summer. Of course, slow down is maybe an exaggeration because uh, uh, it never really slows down. But it's at its most intense uh, starting in September and going going for quite a while. And we've got a lot of plans coming up this uh, fall. A lot of things are going to be happening. And so I wanted to take a moment to ask you, is there something that's coming up here this fall, um, the rest of the year, um, that you're looking forward to? And it can be a program or or some um, responsibility that you're looking forward to accomplishing or but just as on your role on staff is there something you're really looking forward to this fall yeah well you know I am putting together uh, with the help of other people um, an all church and maybe it's a camp treat like it's it's at camp it's kind of a retreat and um, I'm looking just forward to gathering people together you know you can come up with yourself your family you can stay there or you can come up during the day if you don't want to sleep there um, but I just think that if one thing COVID showed us is just the the need for you know proximity and spending some time together and so I, I'm hoping that that will provide that opportunity and you know we a lot of times when we come on a Sunday morning you know your kids go to Sunday school you go here but it, kind of a chance to 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 mix it all up too and I'm I'm a big fan of the intergenerational um, opportunities and we've talked about this on staff about having those chances so I'm, I'm hoping that this will be an opportunity for that to happen so when is it happening do you remember it's in October right mm-hmm. so we got to look at my okay. brand new planner and I will tell you <laughs> Which I'm also excited. <laughs> so this is going to be up at Camp Potosi. It is. Um, for those of you who haven't been up there, it's a 30-minute drive from the church, but you do not feel like you're you're 30 minutes from Las Vegas. You feel like you're uh, away from things a lot more than that. Um, and um, it's about, uh, what, 5,000 feet elevation, so uh, a little bit cooler. Um, it's, it's lovely. It is so lovely. And we have the rustic cabins, and we have the retreat center, and um, yeah, and it's October 7th through the 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something we haven't done here. If it happened, it's if there's been an all-church kind of thing like this, it's before my time here. So I'm excited to, to get to do that. Okay, cool. So that's in October, an all-church uh, kind of event, but up at Camp Potosi. Mm-hmm. 
And you can come for a couple of days or you can come for an afternoon, whatever yeah, you want to do. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Either of you looking forward to something? I'm looking forward to starting the MOPS and Moms Next groups. Um, MOPS is Mothers of Preschoolers. Moms Next is Kindergarten through Fifth. And um, I think we've had a real need for these groups mm-hmm. um, for a long time. Um, being on part of the social media, um, I hear a lot of women asking, where where are the other moms? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I think this is really going to fill a need um, in our community, in the Summerlin community, for connection for uh, the moms. Um, we've gotten great response, I know. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to um, the United Methodist Women yeah. are rebranding um, as the United Women in Faith. And I know they're having a kickoff luncheon um, October 1st, um, and they're going to um, be changing their demographic up and inviting, um, you know, maybe some of these MOPS mothers and some of the younger elementary school women um, to join them. Um, And beyond Methodism, they took uh, the Methodist name out of United Women in Faith. So you no longer have to be a Methodist to uh, join with these women. And so I'm looking forward to some revitalization um, for that group. Be interesting to see what happens. And of course, there's a great group of ladies who are part of uh, that ministry. They're they're awesome. And they are so excited and pumped up to get the word out to to get um, you know the newer the new people in their group and invite in younger women and I'm excited to you know help them launch that out and get their rebranding talked about and people so people know to come on out for that another multi generational opportunity yeah yes which is really and cool. so is so is mops yeah. because they have um, like a, they invite moms yeah like older moms yeah. Like, unfortunately, you and I would be considered an older mom. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> because we have older kids. Yeah. Um, and so they invite, you know, people of, of another generation to come out and just kind of be a sounding board for mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. for those moms. And Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, really cool. That's awesome. Another thing happening on our campus in the fall is the Walk to Emmaus. It, it's not, it, you know, and it's, it's a Methodist... Um, you know, retreat. It's not a, just a Desert Spring um, event, but it's being hosted here at Desert Spring. And we have a lot of really great people in our church that have gone through that Emmaus. And, and I'm always excited to see afterwards, they are just, they come out on fire to, to do ministry and to do work. And, and I'm seeing them also stepping forward to be a part of uh, making that happen. It's not an easy thing to have that happen at a church and a church like ours, that's really busy. But um, I, I look forward to to um, seeing our church being a part of of making that happen. So awesome, Chris. You looking forward to anything? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the fall festival. Yeah, that represents uh, you know the time in which it gets cooler here in Dallas. <laughs> so I'm always looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, <Right. I'm> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so much fun last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What it, what is it about the fall festival that you look forward to? Kind of that carnival atmosphere. I think is what what I like about it. Mm-hmm. 
it's always a big event. It was even big, you know, biggest last year. Um, yeah. So hopefully we can continue mm-hmm. growing it in community. I and you f- did great with the kids too. It was so much fun. Yeah. 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 Had the to f- jump in that cakewalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fire pits, people sit and listen to the yeah. band, mm-hmm. sitting around that. It's yeah, singing songs go. and yeah, yeah. We still got burn marks in the grass. It's great. It was <laughs> <Is that> really, <laughs> really cute though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's almost grown over, though. It is. It's starting to grow over finally, yeah. Time to put it back. It wasn't really burn marks. It was heat (laughs) heat marks from underneath it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Wow. Uh, What I'm looking forward to is is kind of in a general sense is, you know, our continued recovery from Mm -hmm. uh, from all we've been through over these last years. That really started with General Conference back in 2019 and Mm -hmm. just hasn't let up uh, with with the pandemic that won't go away. Um, and it, and the, the impact of all those things, we feel like we've been in recovery for a while now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm just really looking forward to this fall being a time where we take some big steps forward in, in that recovery. Um, and so for me, there's a couple of things in particular that I'm really looking toward. Um, one of them uh, is um, kind of the redevelopment and relaunching of some of our congregational care stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we we did our best during the pandemic to stay connected to folks, and at times we succeeded, and at times we failed. And um, but now it's time for us to to move forward and 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 give some real focus uh, on the development of congregational care and what that's going to look like uh, for the years to come. And so I'm really looking forward to getting that underway. Um, I'm also really looking forward to what's going to happen with our outreach ministries. Um, during the pandemic, uh, we gave birth to the Desert Spring Community Resource Center. And right before the pandemic started, I mean right before it, we gave birth to the Sandy Valley Mission. Um, and both of those things have uh, done a whole lot of good for the communities that they serve um, throughout some very challenging times and continue to do so. The Sandy Valley Mission has been able to be built stronger and stronger based on uh, some grant monies that we were able to get uh, with the big thanks to Linda Lewis, who kind of helped steer that. Um, and and so they're doing some big things in the community, and it's successful. Um, and now our resource center, um, uh, it, it's been doing some great things, but we just received an additional grant. We already have one grant uh through the county, and now we just got a second grant that's going to allow us to expand in some case management uh, and take some new steps forward. Um, so I'm really excited about what the results will come from receiving of those funds as the Resource Center continues to grow. Meanwhile, Sandy Valley is now starting to have conversations around their next big step in the development of that, of that programming. Um, if you think of like a boys and girls club, that's been a vision of theirs for a long time, that their version of that. Um, and the pandemic stopped all of that. Um, but it feels like it's getting time to put that back on the radar. Um, and uh, so I'm really excited about uh, the opportunities that we're going to have um, to provide both recreational and educational resources for kids who live out in the community where there are very, very few resources available. Um, that those two things really excite me uh, a lot as I look toward uh, this coming fall. I'll add to it, just as picking on Julie again, um, but we're going to continue to work on preaching. Yay! And, you know, 
<laughs> I love to preach. I love to teach. And mm. if you put that together, you know, kind of the bullseye yeah. of my love is teaching preaching, right? Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's something you want to work on some yes. more, maybe do a little bit more of. And so I'm really looking forward to, to that. Um, so those are some things that I'm really looking forward uh, to uh, this coming fall. There's going to be a whole lot that's happening. Yeah. Right? Well, and new church staff. We have staff that we get to know and get to work with. That's kind of exciting, too. Yeah. It's hard as it is to let go of the ones that leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We replaced Lydia with uh, Kristen Messenger doing Sunday school. Uh, Kristen uh, has been around for a long time. But then Maria, who is, she's been around for quite a while, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going to be doing the early childhood portion of what Lydia was doing. And now Julia Messenger, Kristen's daughter, is going to be doing um, some of the events like the fall festival and spring mm-hmm. festival and that. So we've got some new people in place who are going to be doing ministry. That'll be fun to, mm-hmm. to see how that goes. Well, this was an opportunity for us to get together and talk a little bit. And uh, I don't imagine that, there, that there's anything that we said that's going to be transforming in somebody else's life uh, today. Um, but what I hope happens out of this is for the listeners that they got to know you a little bit better, uh, some of the things that are important to you and um, are kind of highlights for you, as well as just kind of where your heart is when it comes to ministry and things that you love. Um, so, so hopefully there's some good things that came out of this. Next week, we'll be back to uh, a, dev- a podcast based upon a devotional. So I got to write that. And do we know who's hosting next week? I think Julie yes. is. Yes, I am. Hey. So we look forward to that. Thank you all for giving us the time and listening. Loving God, we thank you for such great moments in life and for um, the highlights that uh, have we've experienced over the course of this past summer. Um, and we pray that, um, that as we look toward the fall, we'll have grace sufficient for every need and that some of our hopes and dreams will come to fruition in ways that bring great glory to your name. And we recognize, oh God, that while there's much for us to celebrate, there's great struggles for many, many people. Uh, so we pray for um, your grace sufficient for, uh, for those needs as well, um, that you'll continue to, to help see us through uh, with our eyes fixed upon you. Bless us now as we go about the rest of our day, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.